It's time for a Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. So we always like to know what's going on in the broad real estate market. What's going on with existing home sales, which is really in your backyard, right? You like existing home sales. We love them. We love them existing. <laughs> Actually, home sales have hit the strongest pace in almost 11 years. So things are cooking. Wow. We've seen a surge for the third straight month in November. It's reached its you know highest point in, in 11 years, according to the National Association of Realtors. And this is, of course, across the country. If we look at the total existing sales, which are completed transactions, which it really includes everything, single family homes, townhomes, condos, they're up. We're on pace to hit an annual rate of 5.8 million sales in November, which is huge. Yeah. So how is that affecting business in South Florida? Are you seeing it? Well, interestingly enough, we're going to go back to the problem that South Florida's had for quite some time. Mm -hmm we don't have the inventory. So if you don't have inventory, it's hard to sell. Yeah. If you look at the numbers in the South, though, the existing home sales expanded to 8.3%, which is good. That is good. Where's that happening? People must have houses for sale if there's that many houses being sold, but you're just not seeing it in, in your area, right? Exactly. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it takes, when you're looking at the South, you're looking at the whole Southern region. You know, what I'm speaking to yeah. is more hyper-local to, you know, the South Florida, Palm Beach, North Broward County areas. What about the northeast of the uh, country? You know, starting to get cold up there, but these are November sales. How has that grown? You know, they grew 6.7%. That's pretty good. Which mm -hmm. is really good. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, as the sales are going up, the median price homes are going up as well. We're seeing, you know, median price homes rise 4% in the northeast. In the Midwest, they're up. 8.8%. Wow. So I wonder if things are starting to get a little less affordable. I mean, interest rates have ticked up a little bit too, I would think. So with a little bit higher interest rates and these prices, the house prices rising at 4 and 5%, at some point, it's going to be more and more difficult for people to start buying homes. So you, I guess you better start buying them now if you're in the market. Yeah, exactly. And in the West, though, what's interesting, because we're talking about the whole country, out West, we actually saw a decline about 2.3%. Yeah in the number of sales. All right. So let's talk about some common real estate scams. I love this. I always watch those kinds of programs where <laughs> they involve con men and, and stuff like that. So what is your advice concerning the different real estate scams that go on? For example, is being a for sale by owner dangerous today? You know, what are some of the warning signs of a real estate scam? You know, over the years, there's always been scams and Really, all you're looking at is different ways the scams are played out, especially with technology. Mm -hmm. But the ideas are still the same. For sale by owners, I mean, you just have to be careful because you don't know who's coming into your, you know, who's calling you in the first place. You've got your sign out. You're an easy target. Yeah. And really, the transactions that we're seeing with the scams really have to do with financial transactions. So I think the scarier thing for sale by owner person would be more, you know, putting the contract together, the transfer of funds, that sort of thing. Yeah. Make sure you have a good lawyer to take care of those issues and make sure that you're in touch with your bank and you're staying on top of it. You know, but it begs the question, Terry, why is real estate such a target for scammers? Well, it's because there's a lot of money involved. When you think about it, there's just money involved throughout the whole transaction. And a scammer has many ways to access you know, scamming out the real estate companies. 
stealing wire, you know, uh, getting their hands on wiring instructions and redirecting funds to them. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? That's a big one. And that one's a growing problem right now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you are wiring money to anyone, verify that that's the right wiring instructions before you you execute a, a wire. It's really not a good idea to take cashier's checks money orders, everything really should be wired, but you have to make sure it's it's a secured and confirmed wiring instructions before you do anything. But as far as like bodily harm, people, you know, really worry a lot about bodily harm, mm. especially for agents themselves, you know, putting strangers in your cars. There are those occasional stories you'll hear that people are robbed, bodily harm. It's not very common. So it, the threat really isn't that. It's more Stealing, like at open houses, for example, Steve, if a customer is holding an open house, you know, sellers open to it, just make sure you put your valuables away, especially anything that's easy to grab, you know, rings, jewelry, Mm -hmm. cash, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. They're not going in there and moving out your furniture. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, what about if you're renting? There could be problems with your deposit. Be sure that you're giving your deposit to someone that's really qualified. Make sure that you inspect the property properly first because, you know, you may uh, get a bait and switch or something. Oh, absolutely. And we saw this during the heyday. I don't know if you recall these stories, but, you know, for example, on Realtor.com, Zillow, what have you, scammers would hijack my listings, hmm. uh, not just my listings that happened to me, but they would take a, a property that I had vacant and they would advertise it as available for rent. So and a unsuspicious tenant would call on that property they would drive by it. They would get an excuse as to why they couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. The landlord wasn't you know, living there or what have you. And people were lured into sending money to a perceived yeah. landlord oh, when, when really it wasn't their property. Yeah, I could see that happening. So in other words, you drive by, you maybe you look in the windows, but you can't really see what's going on. They say, well, we can't be there right now. But it's going, it's going fast. You know, we've right. got Send three us $500 and we'll exactly. secure it and we'll, and we'll meet it. with you next week. Wow, that's, that's, that's just terrible. <laughs> Some crazy story like that. And yeah. people fell for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you want to make sure that you avoid being a victim. So maybe make sure that you check the driver's license and the photo ID when working with a new person. Don't extend payment to anyone that you've not met in person. Don't accept cashier or certified checks or money orders. Always seek three opinions of the value of your property. These are just a few ideas to protect yourself from these kinds of real estate scams. My guest, as always, is Terry Story, 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks for joining us, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.